Hello, and welcome to Horrific Tales. In this show, we celebrate the creations of independent authors and aspiring writers. Please like and subscribe and share these episodes so we can help our talented friends get as much exposure as possible. We'd also appreciate it if you could support our artists by following them on their individual platforms and by purchasing their works. Details on how to do this are in the episode description. Today's horrific tale is a tale of teenagers and seances. Never a good combination. Sit back and relax as we present 18 by Paul Barrel. Let me tell you about Jeff, Joe and me. Let me tell you about something that happened a long time ago. It was the year Jimmy Connors won his first Wimbledon title, Richard Nixon resigned over the Watergate scandal, and Evil Knievel crashed his rocket-propelled sky cycle into the Snake River Canyon. It was the night after Muhammad Ali beat George Foreman in one of the greatest boxing matches the world had ever seen. The Night of All Hallows, 1974. We all felt the strange energy that night. To be honest, the wine glass always moved, and Jeff always spurted, although this time it felt different. The room shook a thunderclap overhead. A heavy artillery-like percussion rattled the building as a howling wind whipped rain against the window glass. I peered through one of the ornate red-light windows as lightning forked earthwards. Crooked toothlight slabs in the graveyard, a backdrop to the ghostly chimera. Then a lull, before the full orchestra of the storm started up again. From the belly of the beast, monstrous storm clouds battered each other into submission over the Tamar estuary. Cocooned in our secret den, we huddled round a small table and waited. A minute passed. Nothing. I tapped my foot nervously on the floor become curiously fixated on drops of water as they seeped through the piece of diamond-shaped window glass and pulled on the floor. Beyond the window, a power cable fizzed, and my whole body began to tingle. I felt like I'd been plugged into the electric socket. Goth girl was the last to place her finger on the base of the glass. Her real name was Joe. She was a cat woman. Sometimes she was Joe. Sometimes she was Goth girl. It was back. I studied her fingers. Tonight she wore black nail varnish, and on her right hand a ring in the shape of a skull. It was the first time I really noticed how long and elegant they were. Fingers that made a violin sing. We were ready. We were three. I held my breath as the glass edged gradually across the table towards the ace of spades. A solitary candle flickered, casting eerie silhouettes along the curved walls of the turret. Our fingers moved with the glass. I swallowed hard, my Adam's apple pressed against my windpipe. A collective silence settled in the small room as the glass continued to move under its own violation and accelerated to another card. Jeff was two years older than me, my best friend. His hero was Arthur Herbert Fonzarelli, or Fonzie to you and me. Self-confidence ran through his veins like a fast-flowing river, but tonight I could tell something was troubling him. His linear skinner t-shirt hung loosely off his lank six-foot frame. His shoulders slumped as he literally shrunk before my eyes. I turned to Joe, her pale features contorted into an ugly grimace by the flickering candlelight, and not tightened in my stomach 
I felt like something bad was about to happen. Outside, the storm crashed and slammed against the building, an unholy tumult of noise and pressure. Anyone caught outside should have run for shelter, as the storm suddenly blotted out the moon and covered everything in an inky blackness. I began to wish we'd listened to my mother. She had warned us countless times, of course, in her sugar-coated fairy tongue. An unclean spirit will lie, tempt and trick you. You must be vigilant and on your guard, because if you're not, you will put yourselves in mortal danger. Yet, I'd never felt anything as terrifying as the last few seconds in that room. The temperature plummeted, and as the storm drew in another breath, we were cowed by an invisible existential force. Marooned like three lost souls, as a tsunami of rain and wind reared up over the house. Jeff swept the mop of dark hair off his face. His voice trembled. Hey dude, got a bad feeling about this. I really think we should... Before we could finish the sentence, the glass scattered speed. Whoosh. In that moment, as we watched the glass fly through the air, it felt like the world stopped spinning on its axis. The glass hit the wall and shattered into a thousand tiny shards. Joe screamed, a high-pitched alarm, and I felt something visceral reach in and squeeze my heart. I will never forget Joe's elfin face, twisted in terror, as more lightning forked down from the sea of black. I sat on my chair, paralyzed with fear, as I watched Jeff drag Joe towards the door. Run, JP! He screamed. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our latest horrific tale. If you want to keep up to date with future episodes, then subscribe to our YouTube channel and like or follow our social media pages. You can also give the channel support by visiting our merchandise store and picking up some of our items. Please also take a moment to support our contributing artists who very kindly lend their talents to the show. Check out the links in the description on how you can do this. Well, that just leaves me to say, until next time my friends, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.